Parents, does this sound familiar? Water, water everywhere, yet they won't take a drink. What do you do when your kid just won't drink plain water, no matter how hard you try? We are told that as an adult, we need to drink at least six to eight glasses of water a day. But what about our kids? Today on the podcast, we'll talk about how to get your child to drink water and just how much they should have in a day. Plus, how do you handle your five-year-old teaching your two-year-old some of those no-no words? You know, the ones that we all laugh at. And then we're like, ooh, we really shouldn't have done that. How do you do it without laughing when hearing those words come out of their mouth? Welcome to the Mom's On Call podcast. We're so glad you're here. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the Moms On Call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Hi, Mom. My name is Michelle, and I live in Baltimore. I'm calling about my two-and-a-half-year-old son. It's really hard for us to get him to drink water right now. Um, When he turned one and transitioned from formula to regular milk, it was a hard transition for him. And we found that he just doesn't really like milk. And we tried a lot of different kinds of cups, and it's just not his thing. So when we asked our pediatrician, they told us that orange juice was a good substitute because it also has a bunch of vitamin D. So he was drinking orange juice for a while, but we also gave him some water and some apple juice. So fast forward to now, and we're having a hard time getting him to drink water. He loves his apple juice, which we do about 50% water, 50% apple juice. But any tips on how to get him to drink more water would be awesome. Thank you. Bye. Well, Laura and I have always said this. So we get asked this question all the time. When kids are younger, like, should I introduce vegetables before I introduce fruits? Always. Always. And the answer is, (gasps) fruits will always taste better than vegetables. It doesn't matter what order they come in. It doesn't matter. And, you know, and apple juice and orange juice is always going to taste better than water, which has no taste. Right. So it's like, what's the purpose in his mind? Like, why am I going to be drinking this? There, It doesn't taste like anything. So I so get where that comes from. And and the thing is, yes, we you know, we want to make sure he's getting tons of water uh, and fluids. And we may have to water down like you're doing that apple juice or that orange juice, but we can also get some water and fluids in in other ways, whether it's smoothies where we can add some extra oh, water to smoothies. But you have the smoothie recipe. Now, you know, I love say, me some smoothies. You make some delicious smoothies. I love me some smoothies. Yep. Now, I do remember I gave you one that was pretty tart one time, and I thought, you might use that cucumber. <laughs> no, I have cucumber, big- <laughs> lemon, kale smoothie. Something. What was it? I have some really big cheeks. Any of you who have seen the pictures or get the emails and our pictures at the bottom, you know, those cheeks went like inside <laughs> out. <laughs> you can imagine those chubby cheeks like going fish face. Oh my goodness, oh my it was God. so it was tart so and wonderful. But, but but yeah, so smoothies are a great way to try are. and get a little bit extra fluid. And, and where are your recipes? As much. They don't need as much no. as we think they do. Where are the recipes? Um, they are online in classes. The, the online classes, and I believe there's a couple in the solid food introduction. Uh, free download. 
that's in the uh, Knowledge Center on the website. So Beautiful. And yeah. um, Caleb put some up on the Instagram, too. Yeah, somewhere mm-hmm. on, on yeah. there. So, yeah, you can get some of those recipes. I, If you haven't tried a straw sippy cup, I would absolutely grab a straw cup. Those are great to put smoothies in that, that come a little bit thicker. Um, but really, when it boils down to it, offering it, keeping it around, letting him see it, you drink your water, um, get some of the, the smaller little uh, water bottles that you can, can have available, but let him see you drinking your water uh, and grab some of those straw sippy cups and then add a little bit more water to those smoothies and you'll get what he needs. He really, I mean, when you're thinking about like us as adults, we're trying to get in, you know, half of our body weight in ounces of water a day. Excuse me. I got to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) So don't get hung up on the amounts as much as having that available. Let him watch you do that. And then just get some fluids in where you can. And here's what I love. So when I'll do a toddler consult and they're afraid, like, is he getting enough nutrition? Is he getting enough fluid? And I will look. And from across the room, I see this two-year-old drooling all over everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. The fluid's like pouring out of his mouth right now. Like that's a great sign. So at this stage of the game, if they're drooling, like we're doing good. And um, the other thing is, you know, if you want to just Stop all the juices and do only water in about three days from whatever kind of sippy cup that you have. But the straw ones do tend to work the best in this situation. Um, He'll he'll get what he needs. They don't just hold out forever. And you'll be worried that he's dehydrated. But just use those signals. Um, If there's moisture inside of his bottom lip, if he's urinating, at least every other feeding. And... um, you know, he's active and alert and playful during the day, then we can make that transition without the orange juice and apple juice. Now, of course, you know what's going to happen when we decide to do this. We're like, no, we're just going to go straight water. He's going to learn how to love it. Like, he's so capable. It's happening. We listen to the podcast. We're just so empowered. And then um, the next day, he starts to get a fever and a little cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're like, out the apple juice he wants. That's right. Get we'll it all back Start out. over. <laughs> and, and you'll have those false starts. And 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 it's also okay. Either to way. To just get rid, just do 75-25 mm-hmm. and 80-20 and, you know, and work down to get off of that as well. Um, we got options. Got options. But at the core of it all. What we need you to know is that your child will drink water. They are not going to not like water forever. It just, apple juice and orange juice tastes better. That's just a fact of life. And uh, we have a couple options on how we can do that. But your child is strong, adaptable, and resilient. And so we can make those transitions however you choose to do it because you are the parent. Hey guys, love your show. This is Michelle calling from Mississippi. I have two daughters and they are two and five. My two-year-old is still picking up words and expanding her vocabulary. My five-year-old literally never stops talking. The problem is that my two-year-old often copies the things that my oldest says, which is the good and the bad. My oldest knows that we don't allow words like stupid or saying hate, but sometimes she likes to test us. So When my two-year-old hears the words, she copies them, and it causes my oldest to laugh. So, of course, it perpetuates his behavior, and it's hard to tell the two-year-old that we aren't allowed to say certain words. She just doesn't understand that. 
Do you have any tips on how to address laughing at the bad behavior with my oldest and how to discourage my youngest from using the words as she continues to build her vocabulary? I really appreciate your help. Thanks. Michelle, first off, hey, welcome to the club. We have all been there. And everybody who has a two-year-old and a five-year-old or two kids or three kids or four kids, they have all been exactly where you are. So welcome. You have an instigator. (laughs) And that instigator is so much fun. Oh, yes. So So what you're asking us to do is is impossible. So let's just get that (laughs) right out there. I remember one of the toddler um, conferences that we did, the family that came up, it was like, yes, it's just anytime anybody says the word poop, my two-year-old laughs, my husband laughs, like, how do I stop this? And I'm like, I am afraid I cannot make the word poop not be funny to people. It just isn't, it's just not going to happen. So it is a phase. We, you are so, I mean, you're so intuitive. Yes, we are not going to be able to teach a two-year-old how to not say words that make his five-year-old sibling respond laugh. and laugh like that is going so on fun. yes so we had a next door neighbor once he was about three and he'd wait for my kids to come home from school from elementary school my kids are probably like eight and they'd get off the bus and he'd just be standing there waiting going because he wanted to say hi poopy heads <laughs> <laughs> laughed I mean that is how they were greeted off the bus probably for a solid month and um, it does wear off, and we do have some teaching opportunities here, but we just want to set a realistic expectation. These things are going to be funny for a while. If you also laugh, not going to help. So you turn away, even though sometimes it is kind of funny. Turn away. Don't let them see you laughing at it. It's going to make it worse. Try and hold that in. And, you know, we want to be able to say, like, Mostly with the five-year-old, because the two-year-old's just going to be mimicking behaviors that make somebody laugh. That's where they are developmentally. So mostly with the five-year-old. I know that you like to get those no-no words out sometimes, but that's not how we speak here at our house. We just speak the kind words. Can you tell me some kind words? I would so love it if you would help your brother speak kind words. I would love it if you'd help your sister speak kind words. And you know how much influence you have? This is really important. So let's work on it together and see if we can get him to say some of the kind words. What are your favorite words? And let's say those. So it puts them on your side. You're doing something together. It takes the focus off of the, you know, words that we don't necessarily want to hear out in public or, you know, like when we're going to go to preschool for the first time. Um, and kind of helps them to establish that they really are an influence. They're enjoying that. And, and so they can enjoy it in a different way. And I love that because they can. we can also bring them in to show like action words, right? Mm-hmm. You can say, oh, okay, let's use the word jump and watch how your little sister's face lights up as you say, jump, 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 and you're jumping while you say that word, because that does help the two-year-old to start to connect what words mean. Um, And so just have a few of those and take that in, you know, set some time apart where you can really speak that into that five-year-old and watch how things change in your house. Take control, take control of the atmosphere of this house and have a great time with it. This is not a tragedy. It is very normal. And uh, we're going to turn the tables on them and use it for good. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. 
If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 